ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजनशलाकायचक्षुर्मिलितमेनचस्मेशुगुरवेनि through the transparent medium of a bona fide spiritual master and by proper use of one's trained intelligence for meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being. The consciousness is firmly developed by a devotee who has rendered loving service unto the Lord by carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. Sri Naraji contacted bona fide spiritual masters, served them sincerely and got enlightenment rightly. Thus began to meditate. We find in the fifth canto the narration of Sri Jardabharat, who, like many other saintly persons, like Naradun, went to the forest for self-realization, but initially failed in this endeavor, of course there's no failure in Krishna consciousness, but initially uh, encountered some severe setback due to becoming attached to a deer and subsequently taking birth as a deer in the next year. And in one purport, Srila Prabhupada attributes his fall down, one major factor was and uh, not taking guidance from spiritual master now he may say that in his two lives after that uh he became uh, too he went to the forest that was bharat bharat maharaj the son of vishanti who fell down in two lives after that he was uh was again known as bharat and this time is called jara bharat because he appeared to be dull and stupid So in in that lifetime, Jarabhara, we don't find that he had spiritual master life. But from the very beginning of his life, he was uh, determined to make this his last birth. So he didn't interact with anyone on any level until he met King Hubert. And he instructed him to take him to his guru. So then he said, well, where was his guru then? In, in, in the meantime, uh, in his birth as a deer, He had heard from Sardis. So they, that instruction remained with him. He remembered his previous life as a deer. So he went forward with uh, taking those instructions and went on to perfection. Now, even in that birth of Bharat Maharaj, he must have had some... because his father, Rishabhi, had instructed him and he followed the tradition of going to the forest but um, Prabhupada says because he didn't consult his spiritual master he was something to fall down now here we find a similar situation in Narad Muni 
and he's in the forest, but he's alone. There's no guru. He's heard from his guru. He's without a guru. Later on, he'll give instruction to Dhruva Maharaj, who was in a similar, no, not, not similar, but with significant differences, similar situation to that of Nara. Dhruva was sent, but, but he voluntarily went to the forest on the uh, indication of his mother to search out Vishnu. And uh, Guru came to him and Narad Muni came to him and gave him instruction. But uh, Narad didn't stay with him. He took instruction with Guru and went on the spiritual life. And we see that's what Narad Muni is doing here. And he's going forward to perfection. How the lights are so far. And you know perfectly well from authoritative sources of scriptures through the transparent medium of a bona fide spiritual master and by proper use of one's trained intelligence for meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being. Now this uh, is a very significant statement that Sri Prabhupada has made. It may seem to parallel so many statements that Prabhupada has made throughout his books. But if, if we analyze, we can see in the example of Narad Muni how, how important it is that one should know the, one should know perfectly well from the authoritative sources of scriptures through the transparent medium of one's spiritual master and by proper use of one's trained intelligence, meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being. So a bona fide spiritual master will direct the disciple on the, on the authority of the revealed scriptures to meditate upon the super-sophomotion. Because uh, in the modern age, the meditation process upon the super soul is not that of direct dhyana yoga as is being undertaken by Narad here. But, uh, but by meditating upon the Supreme Lord, meditating, fixing the consciousness upon the Supreme Lord by chanting his holy names, by the process of bhakti-yoga, among which the chanting of the holy names is prominent. So it's the, the same goal is aimed at, Krishna consciousness. On the basis of the revealed scriptures, uh, taking instruction from the transparent spiritual master, and by use of one's trained intelligence, this is an important point. Uh, now you may say, well, how did Narad get trained intelligence? Because he was just doing a little service here and there for the Bhaktivedanta's We don't find, and it appears to be rather not so, that he, did, he wasn't specifically trained by devotees who, who he was assisting his mother in serving. So uh, the trained intelligence, well, the intelligence... That is to be trained, that taking the instruction from the spiritual master, one has to uh, train one's own intelligence also. The, the, it's, the spiritual master will give direction, the devotees will give direction, 
one the the actual matter of contro- controlling the mind and senses that is ultimately left to the individual to do. Which, uh, as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, to in the matter of controlling the, the senses, when, when Arjuna asks him, that, "How is it that we do things that we don't want to do? You don't want atakena prayam papam charati purusha anichan ativashna." How is it that we perform sinful activities even though we don't want to as if by force as if we're forced to and Krishna explains that it is lust very powerful enemy and he says Krishna explains and then he gives some initial knowledge how a lust is not the actual nature of the soul and then uh, Krishna says by, by knowing this knowing this one should by the intelligence, control the senses and conquer over this enemy called lust. So, spiritual master gives them knowledge and direction, but ultimately it's up to the individual, to the individual disciple to apply that in his life. Of course, the training also, instruction, that is training, but from the spiritual master, but the, but the individual has to uh, apply that. He has to make the decision to uh, to apply this knowledge in his life and, and uh, control his mind and senses. And if the mind is wavering, the senses are going here and there. Then, by his intelligence, applying the knowledge he has received. He has to control his mind and senses. So that training one has to want. It's not that that one submission to a spiritual master means that one becomes a robot, but rather uh, the, the disciple has to make the effort also to apply those instructions in his life. So it appears that, at, that in the case of John Bharat, he, uh, when this, when Maya came to him in the form of a deer, he, as, uh, as is instructed for all of us, he responded with his emotions rather than his trained intelligence that he, that he had uh, received from his spiritual master who was at least a very prominent spiritual master in his life was the Supreme Lord himself. So, of course, in the, in the matter of rescuing the deer from the middle of the river, he may have done that, but then if he, if he saw that I'm becoming uh, overly... then afterwards he was looking after the deer, and uh, when he saw that he, that he was must have seen it becoming attached, and my I'm giving up my spiritual practices, then he should have uh, remembering the instructions of his guru, should have taken his life in stock and done the need, and have gone away from that place or just shunned the deer or whatever, but he didn't. And thus he fell victim to Maya. So we find in the case of the uh, like Dhruva Maharaj he took instructions from Nara and then he went on with his spiritual life. He wasn't seeing. Don't have any record of now 
again and again coming to him. And in so many cases, Narada instructed Pallad in the womb. And here we have Narada Muni himself. He took instruction from his guru and uh, went on with that. So that may be the case in many cases. I never associated with my guru. I, I, I met him maybe only a dozen times. From this I understand, I think Prabhupada actually must have seen his Guru Maharaj more often than heard from him, but actually personal interaction, he must have heard his lectures more than 12 times because he was living in Calcutta, in, uh, or he was often going to Calcutta, and he would, as I've heard from one of his brothers, he would frequently go in Madhya. So he must have heard, but many times, but uh, actual meeting and discussing and talking maybe no more than a dozen times. But he he took that instruction and applied that in his life and went on with it so successfully. So uh, this we can understand if, if we can if we can hear properly and become atmasat. Atmasat, this means to be one with in this in the sense of uh, very intimate relationship, just like uh, the finger to the, or the hand to the body. It's, it's intimate, intimate relationship. It's not it's not uh, two things that can be separate, of course the hand can be separated from the body, but then it's a, it, it has no function, has no use if it's separated from the body, except maybe as a biological specimen. <laughs> but it's, it's function, it cannot function as it's meant to. So this way, if, if one has to become one with the guru in that sense, and then is the, just like the hand doesn't, doesn't, it, it, it follows the, the, the direction, and it's, the, the flow is there, and it's not that it's acting, uh, in the, it may seem to be an independent entity from the, from the brain, but it's, it's the, or, the, or, the, or from the person. But the, uh, the, the link is so intimate that one doesn't have to think. Now hand, move here. Now hand, move. Do this, do that. But as soon as the thought comes, the desire is followed. So that's... With this kind of... Uh, if one can take those instructions to heart so deeply, then... Uh, just like Narad Muni, he's in the forest. But it, it, it specifically stayed here because he'd taken the instructions of his spiritual masters. Then... He knew, he knew what to do at each step. He knew how to go forward. He was being instructed. Um, just like Prabhupada said, um, that my, my Guru Maharaj is always with me. When he went to America, he wasn't alone. My Guru Maharaj is always, always with me. That means he was constantly meditating upon his instructions. And uh, therefore he received intelligence of how to go forward and what to do. So that's my thoughts on this purport of Srila Prabhupada here.
how we can be safe if we receive. We can always be uh, seeking Krishna consciousness and go go forward if one uh, trains intelligence according to the uh, instructions received through the transparent medium of Ron Fight Spiritual Master, which is based on the authoritative sources of scripture. Hare Krishna. Any question or comment? Yeah, please. Yeah, about uh, the transparent by the media spiritual master. We've seen that uh, devotees who accepted the spiritual master they have very, very little association. Mm, on, on no personal association no in some cases. It is. What is the essence of that relationship that makes it such that even though they've had little to no association, they still may receive the same benefit as someone who would have What is the essence of that uh, of that uh, association which they may get the same benefit as those who have had lots of association? They may have more. It's like we see uh, there are many disciples of Srila Prabhupada had a lot of association with him, but who are not now fixed in Krishna consciousness. And then there are disciples of disciples of Srila Prabhupada also who are, who are following the instruction of Prabhupada and getting the result of doing so, even though they, they never met him. But, but for example, I can't, uh, you know, being a grand disciple, I can't just, mm-hmm. you know, sit down and read Prabhupada's books and yeah. yeah. So what is the essence uh, that Guru Mukha Paddava Kachitete Koreya Aika Ana Koreya which is coming under question nowadays. That, that which words are uh, which words are of Prabhupada are absolute and which are not absolute? Which is it's true. Even statements in Prabhupada's books, they 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 may not all be absolute. Means that they apply in all times, places, and circumstances. But many statements in Shastra aren't absolute. Because they apply, for instance, to different varnas or different ashrams, or the, you have the instructions for instructions for perfect human being, and it, it describes what are the duties of a, uh, in some detail, what are the duties of a sannyasi, a vanaprastha, grihasta, and brahmacharya, and all this. But it, it doesn't. Many of these uh, are not applicable in the modern age. They're not, they're not, it's not even desirable to even attempt to follow that. So, that's in Prabhupada's books, that's in Bhagavatam. So, uh, yeah, well, that, uh, then we come to Yasya Deve Parabhakti, Yata Deve Tata Goro, Tasyaite Katito Yat, Prakashante Mahatmana. All the essence is revealed to those who have faith in, in Guru and in God, then the essence is revealed to them. Then what is the nature of that faith? Then that's coming under analysis these days. But uh, basically, the, without getting into a lot of detail, the faith is that uh, that uh, this person is uh, competent to guide me. And then if I follow his instructions, then Krishna will be pleased and I'll, I'll get Krishna conscious and then with that faith to go forward. So, so then what you're saying is that if you go by the rules or something like that, <laughs> Then, then, guru then, discussions, then, uh, guru discussions. Then, uh, I want to take another day off. 
then, then, then Krishna, you know, then, then Krishna just, you know, somehow makes it possible that, yes, you got initiated by, you know, XYZ Maharaj or something like that, and, uh, you know, maybe you got one minute of personal association with him. Not just initiated, but but following also. Right. Um, I mean, in the initiation means one has also has to hear. It is not just a matter of a formal ceremony. The essence of initiation is hearing. Divyam jnanam yato dadyat koyat papasya sanshayam tasmat diksha dikshati saprokta Diksha is the process by which one receives transcendental knowledge and by which one sins are uh, eradicated. But I'm hearing from Srila Prabhupada when I read his books or hear his lectures. Mm. I mean, I get Diksha from him? Uh, in one sense, yes. But not in not... That could be said, but Diksha also means there is a personal link. I, I discussed this quite a lot recently. I mean, just like Prabhupada said... Diksha, in one sense, is a formality. The formal ceremony of Diksha has no meaning if the, com- the, the, the essence of that Diksha is the commitment. It's the commitment to uh, serve a particular person on the path and hear from a particular person on the path back to Godhead. So therefore the ceremony is a formality because if one has made that commitment, then the ceremony formalizes that. And if one hasn't made the commitment, then the ceremony has very little meaning. On the other hand, that it's a formality, but it's an important formality also, because if one doesn't go through with the ceremony, then uh, it suggests that he hasn't really made the commitment. One has to actually... Uh, th- that is the uh, statement of one's commitment. And uh, Krishna accepts that. So that formal... Initiation that is done through a particular person, which in this in this case, after the departure of Srila Prabhupada, that has to be done through others. And one should see uh, Srila Prabhupada in one's spiritual master. So yes, certainly you are a disciple of Srila Prabhupada but not a direct disciple. It's called prashishya. Prabhupada uses these terms, direct disciple. So, yeah, we're all, we're all disciples of Rupa Goswami. Rupa Anuga, disciplic descendants. But n- not in exactly the same way as uh, those who are direct. Shishya, prashishya, uprashishya. These words. So, so then would it be correct to say that um, even though one's only had perhaps just one moment's association with one spiritual master whom he took that formal commitment with, that Krishna sees that and he makes... Yeah, one moment's association, yes, but, um, but if, if you mean like uh, seeing, that's one thing, but hearing, that should go on. Well, yeah. Hearing is, uh, if it's only one moment, it's not going to be very valuable. That has to, that has to go on. And hearing, that, that can be through the uh, other disciples and other God's siblings also. 
I think most of most of Prabhupada's disciples, they were trained by other, by senior God siblings. And Prabhupada, that, that's this that's a standard system for those who have many disciples. Not that you are personally trained. It's not possible. And it's considered as good. A lot depends on the willingness of the uh, disciple to receive that instruction. Depending on his willingness and sincerity, he can go forward and receive the blessings. Krishna sees the Krishna is in the heart of everyone and he sees the sincere desire. Kesham Satata Yuktanam Bhagatam Priti Purvakam Dadami Buddha Yogam Tamina Mamukyantiku. How does that happen, this this Prakashante Mahatmana? How does it happen that the the purports of the revealed scriptures are uh, are revealed to one who has firm faith in God and by the grace of Krishna? When it said that uh, you can say that the samsara dhāvāna lalita loka trānaya kāraṇya ghanā ghanā tam prāptasya kāvāyāna gunāna vāsya vandhigurushichāna Spiritual Master is compared to a cloud who rains the ocean of mercy, but you're taking water from the ocean of mercy, or the ocean of all special species, so is Krishna. So when we say the mercy of the Spiritual Master, it actually means the mercy of Krishna. Received through the spiritual master, he's the, he's the nirvana medium. Ultimately, everything comes from Krishna. His his mercy is not independent of Krishna's mercy. It's a big topic, but the essence is not that difficult to understand. <laughs> now, um, one devotee. He subscribes, one devotee I know quite well, who's very Shastric actually, in many ways. He subscribes to the theory that if one has faith in a Vaishnava guru, if one sees Krishna in a guru, even if that person is uh, fallen, then Krishna will reciprocate with that. I'm not saying like not strong or something like that, but but even fallen, then Krishna will reciprocate that. But uh, that's that's actually not according to Shastra. It's a bit of a Sahajana idea. One, one has to discriminate also on the basis of Scripture. Ultimately, it comes down to one's sincerity. If one is sincere, then you'll get the bona fide guru. And if he's sincere, having got According to his degree of sincerity, then he will take those instructions and implement them and, and, and be rewarded with the clear vision which comes from accepting a bona fide guru. Otherwise, one may accept initiation, but uh, one may accept initiation bona fide guru, but, but not get the full mercy of the Guru if one doesn't fully accept him. Or even one may have clear vision by the grace of Guru at some point, then again his vision may change. It's also possible. Whatever. Ultimately, lack of sincerity, bad association with that. It's a lack of sincerity. 
How's your health? Health, health. 